When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Love Talk Radio. With your hands lifted up straight, say it like this. Take the limit, as well. That's always uh, enlightening for all 
uh, involved, the church check-in. But in the meantime, let me give you the rundown on how you, 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 and you can be a part of today's show. If you are already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, texts, chats, email requests. Yes, we do bar mitzvahs. Whatever it is you need done, go ahead and give us a call. She'll push one. That'll get you over to her. She'll check you out. Then you'll be over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. Uh, if you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, simply dial area code 323-870-4375, because that is the call-in number, 323-870-4375. That is, one more time, uh, the call-in number. Uh, and again, if you want to be on the air, just push one. Again, you'll be bounced to her. She'll get you back over to me, and then you'll be live on the air with your boy. Uh, if you want to follow us or email the show, rather, if you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Right. If you want to email the show, again, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. Uh, if you want to follow us on uh, social media, you can tweet the show. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, that's right. Follow us on Instagram. That's real simple, real easy to do. Follow us on the gram at TTLO Radio. Same thing at TTLO Radio, two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can find us on the gram. Uh, if you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us on Facebook. And we are live there right now. Yeah, we're live there right now as well. The live streams are up and running on both Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can find us on Facebook. Just do a simple search on Facebook Live, Facebook, TTLO Radio, or it's Facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. And then we're up and running on YouTube as well. Just go ahead and find the TTLO Radio Show on Facebook, find TTLO Radio Show. You can find us live right there as well. Uh, and we're live on Twitch. Look, man, we're live everywhere we need to be, so y'all come on in, take a seat, join in with us. We will be glad, 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 glad to have you be a part of what it is we're doing here at the TTLO Radio Show. Also, also, we can catch us on uh, anywhere you can download a podcast. You can find us there. You can find us uh, on Spotify, you can find us on uh, what is it? Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. And yes, we are on iHeartRadio. You can find us there as well. Real simple, real easy to do. Just do a simple search for the TTLO Media Group, and you'll find us on uh, the TTLO Radio shows. All of them will be there. Yes, 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 and yes. All right, y'all. So look here. As always, I'm excited. Uh, to be here this Monday after uh, the day of worship. Always excited the day after worship to be on the air with you all. Uh, it's always a good time, always a good time uh, to be in worship with the folks. We also have our chat boxes open on live and the chat box open on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I just remembered. I just clicked it. Yep. So the chat box is open on Blog Talk Radio as well. Feel free, feel free to jump in on there as well. All right, so look, y'all, it was Father's Day weekend. I'm hoping you guys had a good time. 
uh, this past weekend. It was Father's Day weekend. It is also Juneteenth. Today is Juneteenth. We'll give a little conversation about that as well. But it's something that we always want to make sure we are giving uh, its just due uh, when it comes to uh, this holiday, uh, Juneteenth. But I want to talk about Father's Day. How was your Father's Day? Let me know how was your Father's Day. Come on in and and, and, and chime in with me. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. uh, How was your Father's Day? Father's Day 2023. Did you just chill? The weather was great. Uh, It was nice out. Uh, it was a good Sunday. We had a good time here yesterday at the Ebenezer uh, Missionary Baptist Church for our Father's Day uh, service. Uh, we had a good celebration on yesterday. And then we had a little nice, a nice what do you want to call it, re- uh, reception? Is that, is that what you would call it? Uh, a, a nice reception afterwards uh, with some light snacks. <laughs> with some light snacks. We had our donuts for dads. Hallelujah. Let me tell you all right now. I was excited because it only took me four, five years to get the dads for donuts, huh? So I was excited uh, that we were able to do that on yesterday. It was a good, good time here uh, at Ebony's. Had some good, had a good crowd uh, yesterday as well. That was always good. Uh, good crowd. People showed up. People showed up with their dads in tow. Uh, so that was always good, man, to see the fathers out yesterday and just the different generations. I know I saw. Um, uh, I think uh, Deacon Smith, uh, his son was here, and Deacon Smith is a hundred, y'all, and some change, hundred, hundred and three now, right? I think, yeah, he's hundred and three. So he was here with his son. Uh, Deacon Taylor was here with his son and his daughters. Uh, they were in town. Uh, uh, uh brother Henry Carroll, I believe, is is right at a hundred. He was here with his sons yesterday. So it was just a good time, man, to see all the people out celebrating uh, Father's Day. I wonder what I wonder is there a report out? Uh and maybe we should have looked this up before the show. Is there a report out about how restaurants do on Father's Day? <laughs> I know they don't do I know they don't do half as good as Mother's Day, but I'd be curious to know uh what the the restaurants Hello. look like for Father's Day. What you got for I got a question. You got a question. What you got? I can't even hear myself. That's good though. Oh, <laughs> Um, you don't all you hear yourself over here, but you oh okay yeah there it yeah is. <laughs> you <don't>, yeah. <laughs> um, so Father's Day. Mm-hmm. It's uh so confusing as to how to celebrate. I know we're supposed to celebrate, you know, the men in our lives and blah blah blah, the, and the, everything else. The fathers. Like the fathers. No, not you, the men. Right. The, well, you know, I'm just saying, like, you know, uncles, people that helped you. And everything, yes. you know, yes. uncles, you know, yes. you know, those men that have had a some kind of influence, right? Gotcha. And everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think my question is, in regards to, um, I, I heard some people be upset, like, you know, you know, if I ask, you know, if I ask some women and everything, I'm like, oh, what you want to do for your husband? They be like, absolutely nothing. And they be like, you know, he ain't birthed me. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, you might be right. <laughs> I've, I've heard that. And, I heard that about Mother's Day. Like, right, I've, I've heard so, people type, I've seen guys type, that's my wife, she's not my mama. Right, but she's your... But she's, but she's the mother your, of your, your children. children. So, yeah, that, it, it's odd. It, it is a little it weird. It is a really fine, thick line that sits on the fence between like you know don't don't get you know don't get your tail whooped <laughs> and everything else like that um i know for me i'm i'm not i don't really i look at it this way 
all of my father's days that I recognized that I from the time I knew I was a father up until present, all of my father's days I spent with uh uh I spent with, with uh my mentor, Lovey McCurtis. Right. So and his way of chilling on Father's Day was the absolute best. Uh uh <laughs> what I do I get this topic. I need man I, man, bro, you, you 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 can call in, man. Go ahead and call in, uh, Briscoe. Go right ahead, sir. Man, I wish I. You know what? Y'all always welcome on the show. Cause I can't remember how to do the uh the. I know it's the way we can get you on here like live with your picture and everything. But you definitely could uh go ahead and call in. Put the the oh, number. Yeah, with with, with with um restream, we definitely. Oh, we can. Okay, well, um, you figure that out. Yeah. If you want to come on camera, we can figure it out. But, but for right now, if you just want to call in, you can. Uh, but yeah. I know for me, I spent that time with him and his idea of a good Father's Day. He didn't care about gifts. He didn't care about none of that. He just wanted to be left alone, to sit out on the patio. And I remember you saying, like, you know, in terms of like uh-huh. of, of of a day of rest and peace. Yes. And everything else like that. So yes. You would take a Sunday off. I would. I would if I had that. If I had that option. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I don't have that option. Okay. Uh, I would love to take a son. I would love to take Father's Day off, okay, and not have to come to church, and okay. that's not being disrespectful to the to, to, to the Lord or none of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would love to to be able to. Like the reason why I brought it up is because I, my coworker she had asked me. I was like, she asked me about you. What, uh, what we do? <laughs> she, 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 she was like, what, what, what was I doing? And I was like, I was like, my daddy passed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know. And everything, like you know, and I was like up in the air with you know about the whole you know situation with with my stepfather because he had gave me a gift and I'm looking like you know like for Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, man, you ain't told me nothing. I ain't told you nothing. What? What kind of? What in the? What in the? What? (laughs) Turn it off. Look at God. Come on. Okay, go ahead. What you say now? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think you know, you know, when I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going like right now. I'm not gonna say I'm old, but as I progress in age mm-hmm. <laughs> and everything, mm-hmm. you know, you know, things have like you know taken a step where I'm just going. Hmm. I, I mean, like you know, I don't know. Like you know, I appreciate you. And I. So know. did you get him a card or something? I'm, I'm getting something because it, I'm getting something for the flag for his brother okay. and everything. Okay, go ahead. So, but you know, go ahead, go ahead. Move, moving forward. Moving forward. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> dang it, what did I say? So you were saying that you were saying that for me, normally you talk about your coworker. Right, okay, the, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So I was saying, like you know, like you know, I, you know, I, you know, we, we overly. <laughs> We overly spoil each other. <laughs> so, so what, me and you? Yes, me yes, and you. Yes. Me and you. So it's like every all the time. Month, like all, right. Like every, every month. Like, you know, if I go through every month, there's something for us. Right, we do something. And, and we, everything. Right. I'm looking like, can we get a rest in our pocket? <laughs> <laughs> and everything. So, like, you know, I just like, it, it's, 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 very, it's very different. Like, you know, sometimes it's very split. Like, you know, I've had the the BDs, baby daddies. Okay. Like, you know, you know, um, back in the day, not now. Right. <laughs> back in the day. Just for clarity. Usually, uh, <laughs> you know, usually give me something, but like, you know, other than that, like, you know, it has, I, you know, it's, uh, it's rare. Like, you know, it's very, it's very rare. It's like finding a seashell with a pearl in it. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I'm just, you know, this was trying to get your thoughts and stuff. So, 
for me, I, I, again, I don't really, I don't have a, I can't say, I don't, let let, let, let me put it this way. From you, no, I'm good if I, whether I get a card, no card, whatever, I'm good, Uh, anything. But from the people that uh, we provide for, Mm. <laughs> that's different. Mm, them gremlins. That's different. <laughs> that's different. And my and 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 it's not about um, it's not about having necessarily ex. I, well, maybe I should say expectations. You should have expectations. Um, but at the same time, for the people that we provide for, uh, some kind of effort, because you have Father's Day, and you have birthdays, mm-hmm. and then you have Christmas. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. Uh, when you have children who are barely adults, at least two out of the three are barely adults, mm-hmm. and then and and so you know if you get in, you know it's it's not and again it's not about the gift, it's about the intention behind it, um, and 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 the effort, you know that's what you always tell me, it's the effort that was put into to finding something. Mm-hmm. So you know, let's put it this way. I am I am probably. I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna probably laugh. But I am probably one of the easy. I'm the I'm one of the easier people to please when it comes to gifts. If you know me, mm-hmm. if you know me, and so so, it, it's nothing that that I wouldn't suspect. And, and uh, brother Briscoe, if you still on man, that three that, that calling number three is still on the screen three two three eight seven zero four three seven five. That's the calling number. Uh, you can get in that way because we're still trying to figure out. I don't know if you're still looking into how to do that. Oh, give me one second. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, I'm talking. <laughs> but you can call. You can call in that number on the screen, bro, and you can get in and have this conversation with me until we can figure out the other part. Because we normally don't do digital guests. We like the person. But yeah, we can do it. Uh, my thing is do something. You know, if 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 you're not working, whatever the situation is, because it amazes me people not working, but they always got money. Say that again. People not working, but they always got money. Mm-hmm. So you got money for this, that, and the third. You got money for this. You got money for that. You got money for weed. You got money for you got money for liquor. You got money for this. You got money for that. So you could have found a even if it would have been an empty card, I would have been okay, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I appreciate text messages. Don't get me wrong. I appreciate text messages because at least even even if you had to text fifteen people, hey, guess what? I was in the number. I'm good, right? So that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to, to, to have no, uh, to get no, it, that, that just, that would kind of, to, that would, that, I'm not gonna say it bummed me out a little bit, but when there are no, when there are no plans, when there are no plans made, I think it's always up to the children and, or at least if the children don't know what to do, then somebody should have called you and be like, Hey, what, what are we doing? What are we, what are we doing for? Uh, I don't think you should give anything if you feel pressured. Absolutely not. And not no, I, I agree with you. Please. I'm not saying be pressured, but I'm saying if you thought about it, if, if your intent was to do something and the excuse is I didn't know what to do or I didn't have this or that, you know, if it's me, and I'm just saying, and these and kids, this is a different generation. Y'all more than creative, more than creative, more than got creative. and got access to more information. It's nothing for you to go and had they reached out to you and said, hey, ma. Uh, uh, what we doing for Dana for Father's Day? Or we want to do something. Help us out. Okay, boom. Right. Right. And then and then it goes from there. And then whatever happens happens. Or if you don't, if you don't, you don't. 
So you know, uh, even if I may be the <laughs> even if you end up being the the, pro- financer. the financer, right? Yeah, because that's the way it works. But I, I get all of that. But at the same time, it's something mm-hmm. versus not even a Happy Father's Day text or 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Felicia said this. Let me go back to other fleet comments, Felicia. Uh, she said, I think personally, the media does not promote it as much as Mother's Day. Of course they don't. And churches preach a whole different message on Father's Day than Mother's Day. That's true. A lot of Father's Day messages are challenging. I'll say, though, I'll say that language. A lot of Father's Day message are, messages are challenging to men. They are, they are, there's, there's always some semblance of a, of a challenge issued to men, and and so it, it's different than than those of most Mother's Day messages. You're right. They're always talking about you know a proverb thirty one woman. They're always talking about a, a, you know this is that is, is a, a jewels and all this other kind of stuff. So yeah, it's all it is different. But you're right from a media standpoint, Father's Day is not pushed. It is not, and now because. Juneteenth is not a federal holiday. Where you think all the attention going to Juneteenth? Ain't no, you know. Oh, now, we definitely got to talk about that. We are. So all the attention is going to Juneteenth. All of the celebrations and decorations of Juneteenth, especially when Juneteenth falls this close to Father's Day being Father's Day always hits that whatever that that third Sunday or second Sunday, third Sunday of the month. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as long as Juneteenth is officially the 19th, that's the day. That's the official holiday. So next year it'll be on a Tuesday, and then it, it'll, it'll get a little bit further away. Uh, uh, it'll get a little bit further away to get out of my future show. Man, come on, call in, Briscoe. Right. Uh, uh, 323-870-4375. Put it back up on screen. 323-870-4375 is the call-in number. Uh, but, again, it's all in it's all in the effort, uh, especially in our communities. You would think uh, because of the, 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 I don't want to say lack of fathers, uh, but because of what has happened to black fathers. Uh, he said, listen, on my phone. Oh, you're already on your phone with the call-in number. Just push one. Just push one. Push one. Oh, there you go. That's you right there. Uh, do, 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 do. Let me see. 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 Tony Briscoe, what's up? You on the air, TTLO Radio, sir? What's happening? If that's you, can you hear? Like that? Oh, go ahead. There you go. Well, now we got you. Now we got you. There we, there we are. All right. What's going yes, on, Doc? What's going on, Tony Briscoe? What's going on, sir? How you feeling, man? Bruh, man, man. Look, you talking <laughs> to talk, bruh. <laughs> you talking to talk, sir? You know, I, I was I was thinking myself, man. It's like, you know, they uh, I I did a funeral last. I was called to do a funeral last Monday out of the blue for a young cousin I didn't know died at okay. 15 years old gun, gun violence. Wow. And I looked at every young black man that was in there. I said, I know y'all strapped. I could tell mm. how some of y'all walking and holding y'all waistline. I, I said, but I want you to know there is a target to erase black men out of this country. Wow. Wow. It's a target on your back, and there's a target on your front. The target on your back, you can't see it coming. But the one that's on your front, the attack against black men is so blatant that they ain't even got to come behind your back anymore to take you out and assassinate you. And you all are the ones doing the work. I told that to a room full of GDs, man. (laughs) Wow. 
Now, you know the Holy Spirit had to be with me to say something like that, GD. All day, all day sir. All day. <laughs> you know. Wow. But what you're talking about, when you talk about Father's Day, God has just always given me no excuse to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. from the yeah. foster care homes, my brother and I, every house we went to, he always gave me, I don't care, your biological father ain't there. I'm going to put a whole bunch of other men around you so you still will have no excuse, son. And so I called it bad. Build a dad. <laughs> okay. So okay. I, I called it bad. Build a dad. And okay. it was literally the men in the church. I saw how they held doors. Mm-hmm. I saw how they talked to their wives. I saw how they took care of their kids. And so no matter what condition I ended up in, there was always an example of a, two examples of men I grew up with. One mm-hmm. to model and one's not to model. Wow. That's wow. it. Okay. God left no room for excuse. And then he took it to a whole nother level when I thought I was going to get on my pity party, and he said, hold up. Okay, so you want to go there? Well, I got something else for you in my word. When your mother and father forsook you, I took you up. What's your excuse now? I never mm-hmm. had an excuse. Wow. 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 You got me. So the profoundness when you talk about how now Juneteenth mm-hmm. and Father's Day, mm-hmm. you I've seen more around this holiday weekend yes. about Juneteenth, yes, celebrations, parties, concerts, mm-hmm. Um, church festivals, mm-hmm. parking lot ministry, you, you name it, they did it. Now, my daughter goes to another church. She's been going to the other church since she was like six. Now, on Mother's Day, they canceled the Sunday evening time with the kids. You think they canceled that on Father's Day? <laughs> what? I said, hey, baby girl, you, got, you don't have youth group tonight. She was like, yeah, I got youth group tonight. I said, now, wait a minute. How is it on Mother's Day you cancel youth group, but on Father's Day you're like, hey, it's business as usual? Jesus. But 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 you know what? Are we are we surprised? And I guess and here's the deal, because when we talk about Father's Day, we, we talk about fathers universally, so we're not we're not even talking about the uh black fathers. We talk about Father's Day, period. Because and I'll 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 take it a step further. Uh it it you know, and I don't want to make the show about this, but you know, it's 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 literally it, it feels like the attack against manhood, period. Uh it, 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 and I, and, I, and, I, and I know I'll get labeled and it won't be, and I'm okay with it because I'm used to it, but it feels like an, an attack on, on fathers because we want to call, and I pre, let me say this real quick. I appreciate at least the friends of mine that I, at least my so-called Facebook friends. I did not see a plethora of women saying happy Father's Day to themselves. Now, I'm not saying they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I did not see mm-hmm. a whole lot yesterday like i normally do normally used to see especially single black parents they would say it all the time mm. happy father's day to myself happy you know women and that's why so they kind of mm-hmm. healed that this year which i applauded them for saying you know what you know we we, we you know whether we're doing this by ourselves or not we're going to at least celebrate the guys that we do know that's doing it the right way and and yeah. it feels like like uh like my my, my other listener felicia says she says uh, that, you know, the media didn't, doesn't push it. You know, like I said, I got, 
I got advertisements. In, I checked my email because I was curious. I got advertisements for Ace Hardware, Home Depot, and, and, and that was it. But even the sales at the stores weren't get, like at the clothing stores weren't geared towards me. Go ahead, Tanya. Did your mic die? Yeah, you turned it off. <laughs> Try that again. So, whoa, go ahead. There it is. Um, true, because I usually tell everybody the best sales are uh, Memorial Memorial Day, mm-hmm. Father's Day, mm-hmm. and when it's time to go back to school, all that college dorm stuff or home stuff and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. Because it it truly was like before Father's Day, there. When we went to the store, that was 30% off at the Nike outlet <laughs> and everything else. I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm like, I ain't never seen 30. Oh, okay. I, like, you know, I'm, I usually tell people that those are the best sales but, and everything else like that. But nationally is what, I, what I'm what i saying is and that, then, is that there nationally. Were, there were events. There were events. There were some real men cook events and barbecues and everything else out there and, you know, everything else like that. This time around, like, you know. You, you guys were um, two or three days off, or, you know, from the Juneteenth and, you know, and, and a weekend. So it just, you know, it 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 um, merged together. Yeah. It, well, yeah. And, 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 that, and, like that's, that. and I think that's the same thing that, that we look at that. that and, and thank you, uh, Brother Briscoe, uh, for staying with us for a few. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's one, no, it's all good, man. It's one of those things where uh, there is a – it, again, it seems like oh, it's not a big. It's Father's Day. It's not a big deal. Whereas every commercial during the first, the, the last week of every commercial after Valentine's Day. I'm sorry, not Valentine's Day. Uh, we got March, April. Uh, every commercial after Easter. Every commercial after Easter is for mom, mom, mom. You see this mom jewelry stores, mom. You know Jared, mom sales, mom. Everybody's mom, mama. And again, that's beautiful because we should. But at the same time, that 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 push for Father's Day, it, it's non-existent. And then in the black community, you know, for the longest, because of of, of a lot, a lot of it is is some of it is is self-inflicted, others is you know uh, law and rule inflicted. But because of the separation with fathers in the black community or the lack thereof, it just seems like it's not. It has become this thing where it's not a big deal. Now, let me get me wrong. There are some kids who go out of their way to celebrate their fathers, especially daughters who got who got really tight relationship with their father. They go out of their way, whether they got money or not. They're going to beg, borrow, and steal to get something for daddy uh, because they have those relationships. Sons who have very good relationships with their fathers, you know, they're going to go out of their way. But on a whole, emptiness about Father's Day. And, you know, like Felicia said earlier, and we talk about it all the time, there's no place you couldn't get a reservation yesterday. I bet you yesterday, Father's Day probably was the best day to try to get in one of the restaurants you normally can't get in. We, well, you know, okay, <laughs> here, here it is. Like that one on, in the West Loop over there, where the, of the downstairs from the, where the, the bank, uh, from where the, the, the fundraiser place used to be at. Oh, okay, yeah. Should have tried that, but go ahead. But, you know. And it's come on here, back, Briscoe. Uh-huh, here's go ahead. the thing, you know, you know, you guys are men and everything else like that. And so a lot of men say, I want to rest. I'd rather cook. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be out. So, like you know, in the in the grand scheme of a man's mind, you guys are problem solvers and everything. Half the time, you guys don't want to be, you know, you know, out anywhere. I just want this day to relax and everything. So, like, how? I mean, I don't even. I couldn't even 
I couldn't even resolve to, if I was a, a commercial person or ad person like you know how can i push this like you know like you know get that man a bed and get him a recliner <laughs> like you know how can i push this like you know yeah like yeah i understand every kiss you know you know you know belongs to k and everything else like that but how can i like you know you know what can we do because men are diverse creatures <laughs> <laughs> come on briscoe what you got <laughs> Why, we, yes. are, we are we are we are simple creatures we <laughs> yes we we yeah. don't require yeah, we do not require much. Yeah, yeah. We it, it, we don't require much, and it's like you right. said. Right. I pretty much needed rest yesterday. I need mm-hmm. I need I needed rest. Um, you know, I had to get over myself because it's like you know, my wife told me this week. She said, "Bro, I don't read mine. So if you specifically want something for Father's Day, you're gonna have to go ahead and break down and tell me what that is." <laughs> Right, and I'm like, wait a minute, we reverse roles here. This is usually me talking, you know. But but with that, I was just like, you know, because at the end of the day, like I'm a wordsmith. Words of mm-hmm. affirmation is my biggest thing. You ain't gotta buy me nothing, get me nothing. If you just pour into me with words, I'm golden, right? Yeah. So I got a card. I'm straight. My daughter got yeah. me a card. They both got me gift cards. Okay. Amazon gift card. Like, hey, I'm good. I don't need nothing else. I wanted a right. carbon cake, but I just went to the. I wanted a doc. I went to the doctor on Friday, so I didn't get some A1C numbers back yet. So I'm like, she was like, yeah, we're not gonna do that. I, I, I felt like she was Claire Hustable. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. <laughs> we're not doing it. We're not doing the carbon cake. Some A1C numbers come back, bro. But you are right. I remember one year I was like, you know what? I want to go to the Cheesecake Factory for Father's Day. Mm. We walked in the Cheesecake. It wasn't even a line. And, and for the cheesecake. And for me, that's that's to me going out. This is why I, I going out on Father's Day is not a big deal for me. I like going to when we go to restaurants. I like it when the restaurant has some life in it. Like mm-hmm. so, like when you go to a restaurant and there are other people having a good time. You you know it's it's crowded but not overly crowded. It's, it's you know you got good vibes. Yeah. People are leaving. You know the table next to you has got somebody. Everybody's there celebrating. You know it's like like when you, when you take it's like when you take your your, your better half out for like uh, Valentine's Day or, or or whatever or their birthday or your or the, or the anniversary and you go out and there are other couples out celebrating and you and you know that vibe kind of fills the room on Father's Day. I think part of the reason a lot of men don't want to be out is because it's so doggone dry. It's like, like you said about the mm. kids, like you go in the restaurant, I you. And, I you know, it's me and you, and, and if the kids go, great. But if it's just me and you, and I'm not saying the other person ain't good company, but you look around the restaurant, and it's like you, and then there's one daddy over in the corner, he over there sitting there, and, you know, the, 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 the bartender is bored. You know, everybody's just you looking like, yeah, man, I you, you, stay home. We could have, I could have. Yeah, you want the ambiance. You want, you want the whole yeah. ambiance experience. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I get it. You know, you, you know what's weird, and I, I don't know why, you know, their holidays are not as prevalent overseas, but I'm going to tell you, when I was in Ghana in October, November last year, the honoring of men in mm. Ghana Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. The, absolutely. the honoring of women in Ghana off the chain, but yeah. you couldn't. Eat, we had to go visit. A, we had to go visit a village, right? You could not even just visit the village without the chief knowing you were coming. Wow. When wow. you rolled up, you had to meet with. It's just a, it's a regular village. This village is not prosperous. If they just they they barely had running. They, they didn't have any running water. They were just building the irrigation system in this particular village. But oh, I got God. to go in and see the whole process of what it takes to talk to a village chief. 
It wasn't uh-huh. a joke. They really have this honor and reverence. And when the queen mother came in behind him and sat mm-hmm. down, mm-hmm. if the queen mother, you're not supposed to stand up and greet her. Mm. You sit down, and she walks to you and greet you. Standing oh, wow. up in front of the queen mother is a sense of aggression for them. <laughs> wow. So queen mother was like, don't, she just, she gave me the hand, don't get up. Okay. And she sat down quick, because I didn't, she, they had their people with them, you know, I didn't, didn't want to get knocked out. But yeah, when we, it came to meeting right. the big chief, like I gave the big chief one of my watches, man. I had a watch, <laughs> I, I gave the chief my watch. And my buddy said, if you ever decide you want to move to Ghana and be in his area because mm-hmm. you did this for him, he, mm-hmm. he got you. He will, he will, his village will remember you forever, Tony, because you honored him. But you know, there, something there that is, you treasured. There is that, the, the lack of reverence for men has fallen uh, or has been displaced. And part of it is, for lack of better, I'm, I'm, I know I'm probably getting in trouble. Part of it is some of the laws that have been passed. Uh, part of it is is uh, these other agendas that are being pushed. And so, you know, being being you know what what the essence of what a man is and what a man does, it's it's almost shunned now. You know, it, it's it's like it's almost like it, it it's it's put into it's put into a a atmosphere of okay good not okay great but okay so if you got one you got one if you don't you don't if 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 it's a man there great if not great so it's like it's like there's no like there's no there is no there is no positivity behind it there's no there's no i'm sorry there's no there's not a leg up because a man is there and it does it, it's now being portrayed that there's not a leg up because a man is there or a man is present whereas before okay if the man is going to show up if the man is going to stand up then that we're going to honor and we're going to respect that but you know part of it is the society we're in right now it's the community that we that we've allowed to take place that we've allowed to shape around us for lack of for whatever control we do have we 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 gave it up so now you that's why you got all these little boys running around being stupid because there's no man standing up and we and yeah I applaud single mothers I applaud the women but again because there are no men standing up that th- there is like okay well you know the men can't do it, so let the women do it, you know, and, and I don't know, you know, I know, I know a bunch of strong women, but I don't know none of them that would say, that would tell, at least not they wouldn't tell it to me, that they didn't, know, that they didn't need a man around. I don't, I don't know, I don't know yeah. any that would tell me that, none. So, yeah, Doc, let me tell you how deep the plot meant, Doc, real quick, because I really called in for the topic you had up, up there, <laughs> but... Topic man, I was that, that topic called me called me quick, but the the, the, the plot goes is the I lost my, I lost my nephew in 2020. Mm-hmm. My brother went through almost a year and a half battle trying to keep his son in his house. Mm-hmm. My brother, it was a bunch of conspiracy going on, you know, with the mom, with a couple of her friends, you know, and all this other stuff. The school. My brother looked at this judge who one had no kids, mm. black woman. Mm. He said, Your Honor, if my son is not under my care, he will not live past the age of 18. Jesus. My son needs to be with me. Don't get him if he's not with me, or the streets going to get him if he's not with me. The judge heard nothing my brother said. My nephew died 
at 18 years old. Jesus. He was six months. He was six months shy of his 19th birthday. My brother told the judge, "If my son is not under my care, he will not live," and he didn't. Past 18 years old. Man, that is. So when you talk about laws that are in mm-hmm. place, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that when our homes are so out of whack that we've got to let the system make decisions on where the child goes, That's a exactly black it. man will lose every time and his children will pay the price for it. My yeah. nephew will never come back. He's gone now. Yeah. And that's that and from and that and that's one of the things I, I appreciate about um the school that I'm at. When I talk to the parents uh at the school that I'm at, you know, they the first thing they say is we are so when I've got when I got the job and they 'cause they make like an announcement, they send out a you know, a newsletter to the parents and everything, so they see your picture and everything. And the the one word I heard from every parent was thank God there's another black man in the building. Mm. That literally from the and that was for men and women. Because even the men was like, bruh, I'm, you know, thank God it's somebody else in the building that ain't, that ain't going to play no games. Thank God. Yeah. And, and that just goes yeah. to show you that there is a need for that strong uh, um, somebody, somebody else to hold you accountable that ain't trying to kill you, that ain't trying to punish you, ain't trying to lock you up. But that's a different kind of accountability. I want to hold you accountable so you don't end up in that particular system. Right. But but again, yes. the world, the media will tell you, oh, we don't we don't you don't need that kind of accountability. Oh, they just need a hug. They just need this. They just need that. And yeah, hugs are necessary. But sometimes I need to put a chokehold on you, too, because I'm, I'm trying to say I'd, <laughs> I'd rather you let look, I'd rather put the chokehold on you in the house because I know I ain't going to kill you versus them putting a chokehold on you in the street and they don't care nothing about you. So, yeah. so you know, there, 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 there's a difference there. And, and, you know, as far as when it comes to Father's Day, man, I am just, I, I, I wish, and it, maybe it's up to us, you know, as, as men and fathers, it's up to us to, to, to say, you know, like you, like you said, your wife said it best. Maybe we got to say what we want. <laughs> yep. Maybe yep. we need to start 100%. pushing. Maybe, maybe some of, you know, some of the, you know, a lot of these guys, is, a lot of these marketing companies, all these, these large companies and branding, you know, a lot of them, you know, men, men are no longer in those departments. Men are no longer the people sitting yeah. behind the table for those commercials anymore. So unless there's a man, a, a man's man, let me say that real quick. Unless there's a man's man sitting at that table when it comes time to yeah. create the advertising for, for Father's Day and such, we, it's going to be lackluster. It's going to yeah. be lackluster, man. So, yeah. Yeah. But man, look, I I I, yeah. I appreciate you calling, man. I do appreciate you calling in, man. This was this was good. I'm about to have you pop yeah, on in here on Monday, man, and just sit down with me. Yeah. You you still in the city, right? Yeah, I'm still in the city. Yeah, my you know my show is on Mondays, but I'm I'm on hiatus for the rest of the summer, man. Me and my boy taking a break. We'll come back uh, with a later season. But I, I do want to say one thing you brought up real quick, Doc. Yeah, you brought up talking about you brought up talking about being in the school. And yeah. being that face, and that's the dilemma that I'm struck with now. And I got a lot of praying to do because right now, working at IT, mm-hmm. I have I have blessings <laughs> working <laughs> at IT. You know, financially, I hear, you. I, hear you. I hear you. But I also recognize that my impact being inside of a school system where I'm yep. engaged, not just working for, but where I'm engaged, 
that's big picture. So I started talking to somebody last week. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it means. I just got to seek God, man, because it makes no difference if I'm making these, these this nice paper, but I'm watching my people die. Yeah. And yeah. I'm watching our young black boys die, but I'm still yeah. making this nice paper, like getting to a place where, hey, man, you're a Christian. God got you. He'll take care of you whether you're making this or that. But the impact of changing a generation for the next few years, that starts now. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to acknowledge that and thank thank you for saying that. Oh no, man! I appreciate you, man. And look, man, you on hiatus, man. Look, let's set something up, man. You pop, come up here and sit with me on the Monday, man, and we can do do some discussion. We're pre-planning something, and uh, you know, y'all, you come in, look, because I know the rest, look, because I've been trying to get the whole crew in here. I know, I know, my man is in is in uh, uh, D.C. Right? Uh, 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 I know a bunch called is here. Uh, uh, the preacher, my preacher brother is here. Uh, and my sister yeah, is here. Yeah, but, Doc is here. You talking about? Uh, yeah, you talking Doc about uh, Coach O. Coach O. Coach O is in. Where he at? He on, he on the East Coast somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. He's in one of the Carolinas. Yeah. One of the Carolinas. Okay, he over that way. So, but yeah, man. You know, I told y'all, man. Come on in here, man. We look. We 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 turn Monday out. Because <laughs> I look, I got Absolutely. I got plenty room and plenty mics in the studio. So y'all come on in here, man. We have a good time. But I appreciate you, Briscoe, man. You stay blessed, man. Stay safe too. You got it, man. You all too. Take care. Yes, sir. That was my brother, uh, brother Briscoe. He does he has two shows actually. He's on the show. We should say she ain't got the invitation yet. She <laughs> he was on the show. Uh, he's on the show. I can't think of the name of it. He has his own show, Tony Briscoe Live. But then he also has uh, uh, he's on the show. What's the show that comes on Tuesdays? I can't, I can't think of the name of. You know, my mind is bad. The after dinner conversation. Thank you. The after dinner conversation uh, with him and Dr. Charles Brown and um, a couple other people. They always go. Felicia, she ain't got no invitation. Felicia, you've been here. <laughs> look, take that up with Tanya. After dinner conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, man, look, yeah, but again, I appreciate all y'all. Hopefully, look, fathers, look, don't, don't be discouraged. Uh, I appreciate, you know what I appreciated about yesterday? And I wish I had it. We probably should have, if I'd have been thinking, I would have told you to download it. We could have grabbed it, snatched it. Um, I don't know if that was original work or whatever, but Jaconda's poem yesterday was amazing. I'm, I'm just going to say that. Uh, Sister Jefferson, uh, uh, that poem was absolutely, I think, well, was it entitled We See You? I, I don't know if that was the title or not, but that poem was absolutely amazing. Uh, uh, I, I am just like always, always. Uh, I, I was, I was. I, that blessed me yesterday. That 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 poem, "We See You," that thing was good. Uh, so kudos to her. Thank you, Miss uh, Miss Jefferson, for that wonderful, wonderful poem uh, yesterday. That thing was like I said. I don't know if it was original or whatever, but it didn't matter. If it was original, kudos to you. But if you found it and read it, kudos to you, because I hadn't heard it, and it was it was all right with me. That thing was good. That was that was good. Right? Yeah, yeah. I believe that. I believe that's who that is. Uh, Felicia on Dr. Charles' show. Yes, I believe. You got a pink background, uh, Briscoe. I didn't know he had a pink background on the show. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I didn't know he had a uh, pink background on the show. That's hilarious. Anyway. All right, y'all know it's still church check-in. No, he's got the locks. He's got the locks, uh, Felicia. He's one with the brother with the locks. Um, 
It's church check-in, church check-in. Y'all know what to do. It's church check-in, the four-piece check-in. I want to know where you worshiped yesterday, uh, who preached yesterday, what was the scripture, and what was the sermon title. If you went to church on Father's Day, whether you were in person or you were virtual or whatever you want, Bedside Baptist, whichever one you went to, what church did you go to? That's one piece. Who preached? That's piece number two. Scripture, that's piece number three. And sermon title, that's piece number four. Come on now, that's a leg, five, breast, and a wing. I need the four-piece check-in. Come on, check-in real quick. Uh, (laughs) Come on, let us know what your church service was like yesterday. I saw some good, you know, I saw uh, Valley Kingdom. Is that what Percy, is it Percy Beatty now? Who's the pastor at Valley Kingdom, I believe? Uh, they did a tribute yesterday to Fathers. I don't know if it was for their whole service, but you know they have the whole you know uh, stage production where they kind of put all the stuff out on the stage. So they kind of had chairs up, and I don't know if this was a part. I didn't watch it. I just saw the clip, and they did like tributes to uh, to fathers that were in. Or I guess he had some of his staff get up and do some tributes to their fathers. It was it the the whole production piece was fire. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing to see. They kind of were sitting in uh, high chairs on the stage, uh, like about six of them, uh, and I think the pastor was sitting in the middle, and he just let them, you know, kind of pass the mic around, and they had the father's pictures up on in the background. You know, they got the large uh, video wall. So they just had that whole thing going. I thought, I was like, that was pretty cool. So, uh, but yeah, church check-in. Felicia always first on the church check-in. She's at the church, All Nations, Aurora, Pastor Talat. Uh, Talat McNeely is still talking from the series from the pivot point. Uh, the message was, you got this, the emotions of the promotion. Ooh, the emotions of the promotion. Let me get this here. Let me, let me, let me see what that's, ooh, that. I like that title. Hold on. Where's my where my stuff at over here? The emotions of the promotions. First Kings three seven through twelve. Let's look at that. Let's see what that let's see how we how this, this sermon title and stuff all go together. First Kings three seven through twelve. That's the New Living Translation. I'm gonna read that that version. Uh seven through twelve says, Now, O Lord my God, you uh, have made me king instead of my father. Ooh, I already see it. I already see it. The emotions of the promotion. Woo! You have made me king instead of my father, David, but I am like a little child who doesn't know uh, his way around. And here I am in the midst of your own chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong. For who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours? Verse 10 says, the Lord was pleased that Solomon had asked for wisdom. So God replied, because you have asked for wisdom in governing my people with justice and have not asked for a long life or wealth or the death of your enemies, I will give you what you asked for. I will give you a wise and understanding heart such as no one else has had or ever will have. Oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. The, the, the emotions of the promotion. Oh, my God. That's, that, 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 that preached to me right there. I'm about to, to, to pop in and look at that one. That's good. Let me get the other scripture. Proverbs 3 and 5. That, that one sounds familiar. Proverbs 3 and 5. Proverbs 3 and 5. 
Uh, let's see, let's see. Proverbs 3 and 5. Let's get there, get there quickly. Proverbs 3 and 5 says, Oh yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I knew. I was like, I knew that sounds familiar. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. I kind of mixed up NIV and NLT. That's good. And then of course, uh, Acts seventeen and eleven. Let's get there. Go. It's still church checking. Y'all got time to check in? Let me know what church you went to, who preached, scripture and sermon title. Acts. 17 and 11 NLT let's go Acts 17 and 11 NLT says New Living Translation come on act right computer uh, it says and the people of Berea were more open minded than those in Thessalonica and they listened eagerly to Paul's message they searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were telling the truth oh this is good yeah, I want to see how he. I want to see how he broke that down. That's good. Yeah, send that to me, Felicia. You know, I'll be waiting on it. That's good stuff right there. I like that, y'all. I like that. I like it when the, when the, when the title and and you read the you read the scripture. That's why I want to know what scripture is before I know the title. That's why I ask y'all scripture then title. Because when I read the scripture and then I hit that title, I'm like, oh, okay, got it, got it. Especially when they when they when they have uh, when they have uh, homiletically uh, uh, exegeted. The scripture. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Homiletically. Uh-huh. Y'all will get that later. Anyway. <laughs> or hermeneutically. Huh? Come on now. So, but that's good. That's, that's, that's good right there. I love it. I love it. I love it. Anybody else church check in? What church did you go to yesterday on Father's Day? Did you go? Maybe you didn't. That's all right. But if you went to church yesterday, let me know. Type it in the box. What church you went to? Uh, who preached? Sermon title and scripture. Amen. Amen. Uh, while we while we doing that, just in case y'all got any more, I do have to uh, talk about it. And this kind of goes back to what myself and uh, my brother Tony Briscoe was shot. Tony, the number has, has risen. It was updated an hour ago. Because <laughs> uh, we said we was going to talk about, uh, uh, she said, spell it and say it again. <laughs> the first one was <laughs> The first one was homiletically. That was the word, homiletically. Uh, I might have just made part of that up because it comes from the word homiletics. But uh, uh, but homiletically, uh, it's, it's H-O-M, H-O-M-I. Come on, you got it? H-O-M-I-L-E, uh-huh, T-I-C-A-L. Now, I don't know about the L-Y part because I just made that part up. But, uh, yeah, homiletically, that is. And then the other was hermeneutic. Hermeneutically. <laughs> Phil Herman, and then put a nudically on the end. That is. <laughs> oh, God. So, so look, so anyway, uh, we were going to talk about the 55 people that were shot uh, across the city uh, over the weekend, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of this clip from uh, ABC7 News. I was going to make sure we get credit to the right people. She said, I thought you meant something about singing. No, I didn't say harm. I didn't say harmonetically. <laughs> I said harmonetically. <laughs> uh, let me play this real quick from ABC 7 News, and, uh, and then we'll talk about this craziness in our city. Make sure I turn this volume down. So.
Let me play this and then I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Never mind. Uh, <clears throat> I was going to play that, but it's, too, it's 14 minutes long. I'm not playing the whole video. Uh, two things. The last part of the video kind of got me. Brandon Johnson's. And I, 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 let, me, let, me be, let me be transparent. I voted for Brandon. Let me be transparent. But some of his comments, I know how politicians like to play the game. And because, you know, Obama did it when he got elected, you know, because he got elected in the midst of a um, recession. So he, you know, he, he got to say, I inherited an, a bad economy. And you got to say that for pretty much his first uh, term. But then the second one, you owned it. Got it. So Brandon Johnson is saying, you know, he, he, he inherited a, violent, a city with violent problems. But you knew that when you were running for mayor. Can I just say that? And I know we I know we actively trying to get an interview with uh, Brandon Johnson, and I might be messing that up right now, but that's okay. Y'all know how I feel about stuff. Uh, you knew the city you were trying to be mayor of, so to say you inherited is not. It, it, it to me it 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 tries to brush it off like yeah I know it ain't really it ain't my fault or it, you know it it, it just kind of brushes it off like Lori Lightfoot lost the election she gone. We ain't seen her nowhere. She at home chilling with her people and raising her people. So that it is what it is. Just like Mayor Daly, still in Chicago. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, this is your show now, sir. You, 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 you won fair and square. You got it. So, so let's, let's, let's not say it is. It, thank you, uh, Briscoe. It is a cowardly statement. It's a very cowardly statement because it, it, because it's kind of like, well, you know, this was here when I got here. Okay, but it was here when you when you decided to put your name on the ballot too. It was here when you decided you were gonna knock on people's doors to have them sign a petition to get you put on the ballot. People, fifty people were still dying on. Thirty people were still being shot. Fifteen people were still being shot. Fourteen year olds were still being shot. 15-year-olds were still being shot. So, so I get that. I understand the political game. But let's not say that anymore. Let, let, you know, whoever, I know this probably, this ain't going to never get, uh, uh, this ain't going to never get to him. Uh, but if somebody know this, y'all can tag, look, <laughs> you know me, tag Brandon Johnson. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Uh, tag, because he don't even have, if he have a Facebook page, I didn't know he had his, his, um, his election page. I didn't know if he had, uh, a Facebook page, but y'all can tag tag him, his people, uh, whoever, in this. But bruh, don't say that no more. Please, ma'am. Please, sir. Let's 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 just not say that anymore because it's just a bad. It just leaves a bad taste. Uh, it just leaves a bad taste in the mouth. But let's get past that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Auntie Lori at the liquor store. I'm. Done. I'm done. So look, here is here is here is what I have. Sixty plus people got shot over the weekend. Sixty. When we at the time we were programming the show, the number was fifty-five. <laughs> Sixty people have been shot because you know they're counting today as part of the the holiday weekend. So whatever shootings happen up until twelve midnight tonight are gonna get counted in the holiday shootings. So this number could easily get wherever right um 
it's hard to say. We, you know, we talk, y'all know me. We've talked about this for years. Just, I've been on the air. Y'all remember when we was at the old studio? Y'all remember we would be in the studio? That's when the show used to come on at 12 noon. How often y'all would hear both either the gunshots while we were on air. Y'all could hear the gunshots. And y'all could hear the ambulance and or the police department riding by. Literally. While we were on the air. You don't know how many times that happened. Literally, there was a, literally a bus stop got shot out across the street from our old studio. Glass, people shot and everything. That's when they got ran up in Shine King uh, that day while we were on the air. Literally, it was that bad. This has been going on for some time. I don't know what it's going to take. Yes, there's a space and place for the church. Yes, there's a space and place for um, for government intervention. No, you cannot feed money into the problem. Money is not the only solution to the problem. Pouring, pouring, and, and, and I know people say, well, and I know the city has put money into a lot of the, the nonviolent programs, uh, the alternative programming and stuff for kids to do and things like that. But it's summertime in Chicago, and technically it ain't even the first day of summer yet, because when is that? This week? First day of summer is this week? The 20-something? Yeah. yeah. So the first day of summer is the 20-something this week, and we've already started it. Uh, there is going to have to be, and I don't know when the number has to change, because we talked about this. I remember saying on the, at this very time, I remember when it was 30, and I was like, what does it got to do, get 50? Then I remember it got to be 65 one time. I was like, what it got to do, be 100? Then we, then we, broke, we broke the 100. A couple, I think it was before the pandemic. I think it was like 19. One of them holidays of 19, I believe we broke the 100 shots in a weekend. 18 or 19. One of them years. Memorial Day-ish, whatever it was. Um, Felicia said they're too busy worrying about the migrants and where they're going to live. Ugh. That's a hard one for me. But I'll say this, and I'll, I'll talk about that, Felicia, and I'm going to move on because y'all, y'all good for getting me, getting me going somewhere else, but I, but I love it. I love it. Um, these young brothers need something, and it, 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 but it's not con, 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 conjoling. It's not it, – it has to be something where it's – so I so the other day the other day I use this one example. I know I know right I know. I use one example. Tanya, me and Tanya was driving down uh, through the West Side the other day, and it was a police car parked in the middle of the street. I didn't know because I had, I don't pay attention that much that the police car is empty. That's sitting in the middle of Madison Street. It's like between it's in between Laramie. And no, it's before Laramie. It's before you get to Laramie, right? Yeah. So it's like in between Cicero and Laramie, there is a police car parked literally across you from a gas station that's normally very busy. A lot of extra stuff going on at a gas station. It's not a marathon, is it? What is it? I don't know what it is. Is it a marathon or is it one of them other joints? It's one of them other uh, hood, gas, whatever you want to call them, gas stations. And so now there's a police car that's just parked there. And I guess the purpose of it being parked there is supposedly to deter anything extra that might happen because people assume the police are there. Now, the windows aren't that tinted, so you, if, you, if you walk past it just crossing the street, you can clearly see 
that nobody's in it. But I guess the goal is to deter somebody who might do something against the law from doing it right there at that particular time. Um, <laughs> she said a decal. <laughs> a decoy. Uh, but uh, down further down, going east on Madison, y'all know where I talked about the open-air drug market right there between Madison and Springfield and Madison and Plasky. I've talked about it quite often. They've, they've made that attempt, but again, nothing happens. The problem is, and I had a conversation with, with the aldermen. I've had a conversation with the precinct captains. I've had conversations. And I, I, I don't know if I shared this with you all. So they did a sweep. They came out, rounded up all of those people that was out there selling open-air drugs in the middle of the street. And I was told 15 minutes later, there were 10 more people in their spot to pick up where they left off. So literally, there, and so it goes down to this is why I know Kim Fox is leaving or is she gone? Is she gone yet? She's leaving. She, you know, she ain't seeking re-election or whatever. I know she's leaving. And I know there has been an overcharge of criminal activity. In our, uh, well, I'm sorry, an overcharge of crimes with black people involved. They've been overcharged. I get that. And I know this is probably going to get me in a whole lot of trouble with my super liberal people. But you know what? That's what I do. If you are out there on the, and I know because marijuana has been made legal, that the crime of selling marijuana is no longer what it was. But unfortunately, you have opened up Pandora's box. Because now, because marijuana is legal, and the purpose of making it legal was so that so many black, young black boys and girls would not be locked up. But help me, my brothers and my sisters, who is out on the street corner selling the marijuana out in the open in the middle of the day? It's our people. Now, you could say maybe they, did, they didn't try to get a, 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 a cannabis store. Maybe they should have applied for a job at a cannabis store, put their little stuff together, and got them a cannabis store. I don't know. But my problem is it's done more harm than good because now there is no level of accountability because you're going and you're getting released, just like the dude. And I, I, I've shared with you all my, my stolen car story a little bit. But I'm going to share the whole thing with, you, with y'all real soon with, with pictures and graphs and everything. I'm going to have a good time with it. Uh, uh, oh, he said, no, that wasn't the purpose. It was to make white folks richer. The other, the other was a residual benefit. Well, that's what got, you, you, you're right, Briscoe, but that's what got black people to support the law. White folks got rich because they got all the licenses. Black folks was, 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 was bought into it to say, hey, you can get little one out of jail for that crime he had because he had less than so many ounces. He can get out of jail, so you should back this bill. Back this bill, back this bill. Well, what should have happened was, was that, hey, if y'all can open up all these cannabis stores, You know, I need y'all to be hiring some of these brothers. I need y'all to hire some of these brothers. 
Get him some real jobs because these cannabis stores are making money. Hand over fist. Don't you got to have a card to go in there? Oh, no. No, you don't. You don't need a card to go into the reefer, to the reefer store? No, you can just go in. It's like, it's a... It's I thought you had to have a card. It's, it's a... It is the white version of the Enterprise from New Jack City. Three... It's a three-step. It's a three-step process. Help me. You so you like, go you in. Sound like you've been in there. Help me. So you go in. <laughs> Baby, you done been in the store. Lord have mercy. You ain't told me nothing. I'll be finding out stuff on the air. It's a shame I got to find out stuff on the air. Go ahead. Don't be since, smiling over since, there. Santeezy took me. As ain't a, that some stuff? <laughs> Santeezy took me. Go ahead. Um. So you walk in. Uh huh. You you give your name. Mm hmm. You gotta have an ID. And then, huh? No, you don't have to have your ID yet. Oh, okay, go ahead. You give your name. So then, you like, you know, you can look at the product to see, like, you know, what kind you want, what, you know, what, what purpose um, and all that. Okay. You know, yeah, the purpose of it. Uh-huh. You know, uh, oil, chewable, um, leaves, whatever, uh-huh. and everything. They got like, you know, a vast array and everything. Each uh-huh. one, each place is very different. Okay. Um, you walk. Uh, then you, then you're in this line. And because uh, you have ordered by this time, by this time you have ordered, uh-huh. you have ordered your product. Uh huh. So now you're standing in line, and so then you go to the next window, mm-hmm. and they take they take your ID mm-hmm. just to you know you know put it in the system, mm-hmm. and then they uh that wait a minute at that part what was that part <laughs> they just looked at the ID then you go into another door. Oh, okay. It's another door. It's another door. It's like yeah, it's like three people. You, oh. you see three people before you. you know, oh. You know. So then you go to the no- other door and everything. By that time, like you know, your your product should be ready. What's behind door number one? <laughs> okay, your, go ahead. <laughs> your, your product should be ready. You pay for it. They tell you. Um, they don't give you a bag. They tell you um, put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, put it wherever, because it can't be seen walking out. They they literally are very strict about that. They have um, signs. So you can get a um, a medical card, mm-hmm. so you can pay a more reduced price, mm-hmm. and that's it, and that's all. So that's the so the so the the medical the medicinal card gives you a reduced price. Yeah, it's just a reduced price. Oh, so it's like having a Costco card or something. You know, but like you know, so a lot reward, of people. It's like a rewards. They have rewards for. Yes, they do. I'm done. I'm just playing, Lord. Have yes, mercy. yes, they do. Right, Felicia. If you don't know me by now, clearly I don't. Clearly, Felicia, no, I don't. It, it, I I've been knowing her for I've been knowing her for all, damn near twenty I years. Clearly, and it was an experience. I just like I was like, wow. Clearly, <laughs> I don't know. Look at me. Clearly, I can't see clearly now because the this wheat smoke is in my eyes. Clearly, I don't. Know. No, that is really not it. Like literally, I, I mean, like I mean, like what can I tell you? Like why you were on retreat? Like hey, guess what, babe? Also, I'm while gonna... I was on retreat, you was at the weed store. I, I'm I on retreat get, trying to get, uh, 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 get, right with the Lord. Get, get get closer to the Lord and the Jesuits and St. Ignatius in them, and you over here, I'm trying to get higher in him, and you over here getting higher. What kind I of I did not get higher. <laughs> we went together. It what? was an experience. I, I, I literally, like you know me, I'm all for it in, um exploring. And, 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 and experience and ex- exploration. Uh-huh. Exploration, uh-huh. you know, I came from Polaris. Uh-huh. I mean, I ain't go there, but I mean, <laughs> you I ex- am an explorer. You was explorer, huh? <laughs> and everything, but I can, I, I can at least tell you the ins and outs. That's it, literally it, what it, I can isn't do. That, isn't that something? I can. I am a reporter. <laughs> <laughs> 
the name of the store. <laughs> Wait a minute. Brotori. No, no. Hey, Brotori said they got some yes, chocolate candy yes, called yes. Incredible. She has, yes. She has Makes those. you sleep great at night. Yes, what? She has those. She, she, the names she of the, those. The name of the stores are targeting young people. Sunnyside, Zen Leaf, Glory, Terrible. Wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what the answer is for um, just the, the, the amount of shootings in this city. Um, 60, 60 some odd people shot uh, over the weekend and, and counting because, like I said, they're going to count today uh, as part of the holiday. Uh, and just it's just sad. It's just it's it's, it's sad. Um, and I didn't even know. And you know why I didn't know? Because I didn't actively look. Like if Tanya hadn't said nothing, I wouldn't even talked about it. Because I I got tired of seeing it. Because y'all know I used to do it every Monday, especially in the summertime. Every Monday that was the show, at the beginning of the show, how many people got shot over the weekend. Uh, and I just didn't because I just got tired of seeing it. And I know it's not gonna make it go away. Uh, but I I would love, you know, getting back to the politics of it all, I would love to have a conversation with um, it would be the prosecutors and the police department because what, I, what, what we found is, is that in this effort <laughs> in, in this effort to stop locking up black people we have lowered the standard for the standard, which in, which inevitably lowered the accountability piece, so you can go out and commit said crimes, but the level of accountability is minuscule, if at all. You know, I'll give you you know a quick one. It's like the the, the, the brother that stole my car, right? Or I'm sorry, allegedly stole my car. Um, he had this ain't the first car he stole. We put I got his whole. Uh, criminal record through twenty twenty through through this last crime. Now, I don't know if you did nothing since then, <laughs> but through this last, I, we have his whole criminal record, all of it, and this ain't the first time because it's no longer grand theft auto. It's now driving a car without the owner's permission. It didn't even say take. I had to go back and look. It says driving. So what they're saying is, it's, it, they make it almost sound like he was at the house chilling with us and just took the keys. <laughs> That's the level of accountability now. And then because there's so much other crime going on, that's why even with car theft, and I know we got babies still in cars, and I know that, but you know we, what? We were, we were made to be the criminals. Yeah. Because I wanted to be the criminal yeah. at, at some point. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you know at first, like, you know, like, you know, I, I, I didn't like the line of questioning. Like, you know, like... you. Did you, you know, get somebody the keys? Did you get... Well, no, <laughs> well, well, first I'm taking it back. Like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, for those that don't like to pay bills, that's that's on you. Oh, you know? did, oh did you did you pay your car note? Right. That like, one. That, that's crazy. Like, what? Yeah, like, why, was, yeah. why is that a question? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I'm... You ask sure everybody that question. That's, that, that's the first question. Uh, that... You know that's just—it's an insult. Really, it's really, yeah, it's an insult. It's off-putting. It is. It is. It's, it's very much off-putting and everything else like that. If that, you know, like, you know, if that's not like you know, if your credit card is about to be denied, like you know, I know some you no know, cards will let the transaction go through just so a person won't be embarrassed and mm-hmm. everything else like mm-hmm. that. But if that is the case and everything else like that, like you know, if a person saying my card 
my car has been stolen and made it and they may not have paid their note in months or whatever and everything else like that still run it and then tell them but don't 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 ask that question like mm. that question like you know like you know i mean because it, it takes nothing from your time and everything else like that like you know you wasn't doing anything sitting there right now so like you know if if said car was taken because of like no payment and everything else like that like you know Tell it to me over on the side, but don't like don't don't make that the first part of the question and everything else like that. Because yeah. like you know, if someone's telling you there is whole pieces of glass on the, we got the whole window, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that newfangled. Right, uh, I just I mean it's just it's just off putting at the end of the day. I I um. Felicia said, "What'd you say?" She says, "Yeah, but they they ain't talking about the risk these kids are taking." Uh, a guy out here went and found his car and shot a 14-year-old. And you know what? I'm sorry that that 14-year-old got shot, but when you steal, when you commit grand theft, you open yourself up for that. You open yourself up for that. You're taking somebody's property. You're taking somebody's property, and then I come and find you. Now, did he come? Now, I don't. I didn't hit. I don't have the article or the story, but I don't. Did, did they pull a gun on him, or did he show up with his gun and just start shooting? What, like, because then that's that's a crime in itself, because that is vigilantism. But I'm gonna tell you what they did, and I again, we'll talk about this once I get the, the once the Batmobile is the, the new version of the Batmobile is returned. <laughs> um, is is is. They would not tell me where my car was. Well, I was told through Dodge and the GPS and everything else and all those features that even if they found the car, that they were not going to tell me where the car was. They were only going to tell the police. And they do that. I understand why, because they do that in order to, uh, they, they, they say for your safety and the safety of whoever else, you know, might be doing whatever else. But I just find it interesting I don't even say interesting. I just think it's it's. I just think it's a. Uh, uh, I think we have to. The accountability level has to go up, and parents of these fourteen, fifteen year olds, when you're caught, if 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 I give you an example, if I found that it was some fourteen and fifteen year olds, sixteen year olds that had stole my car. And I found that it was 14 and 15, 16 years that stole my car. I am suing the parents. That's how, and I hate to say that because I know we are a very legalistic society, but that's the only way you're going to shut some stuff down and hold these parents accountable because you should have known where your kids were at 2 o'clock in the morning when y'all out stealing cars. It's like, I can tell you right now, I have the address and phone number of the guy who stole my car, allegedly. I got his number. I got his mama's address. I got his girlfriend's address. I got everybody's address and the last few addresses he lived at. Right now. Right now. So, so again... I, yeah, but you know, but you, you said you can't hold them accountable because courts have given kids all the power. And I know that, that they've done that, but you have to take that power back, what we talked about earlier. We have to take that power back. 14, that, that y'all, y'all, we talked about it 
We talked about this the other day. Well, maybe we didn't. Uh, the kids that stole the car. Four, four kids, people that carjacked the car, not carjacked it, they stole the car, got into a nasty accident, and off the oldest child in the car was 14. The oldest was 14. Think about that. Ain't no, you can't even get a permit. The oldest child was 14 in the car. So, and, and again, nothing. Those kids going to get a slap on the wrist because they're not, they not going to juvie. Nine times out of ten, watch this. It ain't the first time they stole a car, but it's probably the first time they've been caught. Think about that. And then, and then the police, I get it. Uh, uh, I get this, though. The police are overwhelmed, but guess what? Overwhelmed, then you, can't do your, you ain't doing your damn job. Because are you processing the scenes when you find these cars? Because, once again, Giving y'all bits and pieces of my stolen car story. Chicago, my car was found the same day it was stolen. Later on that day, the same day it was stolen. My car was found in Racine, Wisconsin. They called and told Chicago that they found my car and the person who had the car. And Chicago police, Chicago's finest. I like the TV show. That's the best I can say. But Chicago, I love you, Chicago PD. I wish I knew Voight because Voight could go and help, help me out. <laughs> but Chicago's finest, I talked to the, uh, uh, in, in Racine, Wisconsin, they have inspectors. They don't call them detectives. They're inspectors. I talked to the inspector who was over my case. He said, bro, I feel sorry for you. He said, because your police, he literally said this. He said, y'all police department sucks. He said, because they wouldn't even come to Racine, which is how long of a drive? Hours and change? We looked yeah, it up. About an hour and a half. About an hour and a half. They wouldn't even go to Racine to process the car or even extradite the dude who got caught with the car. Because they could have easily done all of that. But they didn't. So what happens? Now, Mr. Carthy. Gets, gets, goes to court, goes to jail, gets processed, gets the court date, and bonds out. <laughs> and has bonded out for $500. And he's not going back. And he, and he probably ain't going to show up for his court date. because no, he, he will not be going back to his court date. Because he don't show up for court date. How do we know he don't show up for court date? Because when you look at his, at his record, he never shows up for court dates. Every time this man bails out, it literally says, bail revoked, <laughs> did not show up for court. But yet he's still out every time. He's 30-something years, he's 31. It's time for his asteroid to be locked up. It's time. It's time. So I can tell you this. I'm waiting on the court date because I'm, I'm going to Racine, Wisconsin. And I know he ain't going to show up, but I'm going to ask the prosecutor. And then, matter of fact, because I, I got time, because I got time, because I got time, I got time. I'm going to go holler at the Chicago Police Department, too, to find out why y'all didn't go and do y'all's job. Because what, you did, what you're literally saying is, steal a car, pay $500 to get out of jail, and then go back and steal, a, steal another car. Or hell, go back and steal the same car. <laughs> literally. 
Right. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You can pay up. I'm right. Exactly. He ain't sold the right car yet. And unfortunately, some of these little babies out here stealing cars, and some of y'all know them personally. Don't don't be on the don't look don't. I want to hit aside the, 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 the sad story, and I can tell you right now, I ain't shedding a tear. I'm not gonna shed a tear. Now, I, I, I promise you, I'm not going to shed a tear. As much as I want to, as much as I probably should, I am not going to shed a tear. When I get a message or a text message or something and I see where some child has stolen another car and he ended up in a bad way because of his car theft, I am not going to shed a tear. I'm not. Because if you ain't buying your kids $200 Jordans and $200 Gucci shoes and Marc Jacobs and, and what's them, uh, them shoes, uh, them big ugly shoes, uh, Alexander, that one. Mm. What's they called? McQueen's. Yeah, Alexander McQueen. You know you ain't spent four hundred dollars on the Alexander McQueen. You know or five hundred dollars. You know you didn't spend that money. So you put your kid walking around with him, and you ain't paying no attention. No, and that's the difference too. It goes back to that. I know we talked about fathers, but it goes back to parenting. Period. My mother will tell you right now. I can call her right now. She might be a little too embarrassing on on the, on the air, but I can call her right now. And t- she will tell you, I couldn't bring anything in my house, in her house, rather, that she didn't pay for. Nothing. I don't care if it was a basketball. Whose ball is this? <laughs> whose ba- who's ba- That ain't your baseball bat. I know the one I bought. Whose bat is this? Whose baseball cap? Whose glove is this? Where's the glove I bought? None of that. And people can say, that's doing too much. No, that's good parenting. I thought I was doing too much as a kid. But right now, I can see the difference. Because the ones whose kids is coming home with all this stuff, your kid, watch this, your kid got a cell phone that you don't pay the bill for? Who paying it? And it ain't boost. It ain't Boost Mobile. It ain't who the other one. Um, those other free phones, not free, but Boost and um, Boost is oh, it's Boost only one now. Boost only one. It was another. What was the other one? Nothing else. Dang, it was something else other than Boost. My, uh, Metro. Uh, Metro is by T-Mobile. Metro by T-Mobile. But Metro is under T-Mobile. It's not. It's not like what well, Boost is still under T-Mobile, which is still under Boost Sprint. is under Sprint, right? So they all together, right? But that's what I'm saying. But your kid got a whole cell phone that you don't know. You don't got but a it's, bill. It's more easier to use Boost. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a kid, well, I mean, they literally saying like, I can pay fifty dollars on my own. Where they getting the fifty dollars from? They ain't got no job at fourteen. That's the, that, 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 again, that's the parenting piece. That's the, if I, I'm sorry. If your kid is under the age of 18, and I'm, I'm not even going to say under age 18, your kid living in your house under your roof, and he got 50 or $60 that you didn't give him, and you know he ain't got a W-2 coming from nowhere, somebody ought to ask some questions. 
Yes, because ain't nobody saying nothing, because it's crickets. That's exactly why. Because that, 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 I mean, literally, ain't no way. I, I mean, think about it like this. Think about it like this. Like, like I use, I use, I use our kids for example, right? So everybody know that that the middle, the middle one, Jalen is a straight hustler. Jalen will find a job and work a bunch of jobs, and then Jalen gonna have some side jobs. And and in another side job, Jalen gonna have some. Jalen is all about multiple streams of income. Now I'm hoping that we, he gonna get it all together and make them like fruit, fruitful. But he's about multiple streams of income, right? Oh, cricket! That was the other one. I thought you were saying crickets. <laughs> cricket is cricket gone? I don't know what cricket is. Yeah, cricket wireless. Yeah, but. He has, so he's always working. He's doing sound over here. He's doing something over here. He's installing something over here. He's fixing something for somebody over here. So, so if Jalen showed up and he had a couple hundred dollars in his pocket, I'm less likely to ask questions. Now, that don't mean he still can't be out there doing some shady stuff, but I'm less likely to ask questions because he has a history of being able to, I'm going to go over this church and do sound. They're going to give me 75. I'm going to go over here and do sound. They're going to give me 100. I'm going to go over here and install this microphone for dude. He's going to pay me 550. I'm going to go over here. You know, all these different things, right? I'm doing some camera stuff over here. I'm doing this. I'm selling some dinners out the dorm room. I'm going to do this. Whatever it is, he's going to have some money. So I'm less likely to question where the money coming from. Okay. Now, the little girl ain't working. She's a saver. But she saves money. But she gets money first. So then the question would be, now people give, now, now these kids are, are, are very privileged because they tend to get money from a lot of different people. People donate to the cause. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. They got, they got, they got, they got good uh, benefactors. Very great. Yeah, they got benefactors. So they get money from a lot of different places. I wish they was benefactors when I was Well, there. nobody benefactoring. Right, right, right. right. I don't, right. Uh, <laughs> you can get a loan from Taylor before you can get a loan yeah, from Jalen. Ain't Jaylen. gonna loan no money. Yeah, Taylor. It's not that he he ain't gonna loan. No, he wearing it. He wearing he wearing the money. Yeah, he wearing his. He, he wearing his money. He ain't got it. He ain't got it. He earned it, but he ain't got it. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Taylor is the loan shark. Yeah, you can borrow some clothes. What size shoe you wear? Right. You you you, you want a coach bag? He got a couple of them book bags. You can. <laughs> he switch up. You know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh, let me let me let me let me let me say this, because uh, uh, brother, uh, what's my man? Uh, brother Tory asked me. Uh, he says, uh, give me, he asked me to give a biblical response <laughs> uh, to to the violence uh, in Tell the. Me, did you read Tony Bristol about the alleged hardjack? No, what does it say? It's like up there before you get to crickets. He said, allegedly tried to contact one. Oh, wait. Let me go back up. He said. Oh, we lost a student downtown. Oh, allegedly tried to contact one with his girlfriend. Got into a tussle. The drive accelerated and crashed into a. Ooh. Wow. See? Wow. That's that's unfortunate. I mean, it really is. It, it, It is. But again. It's a situation that you should have never been in. Should never be in. Uh, uh, it's just, it's just a, a, 
is is I don't even I don't even know what to what to, what to say uh, because it's just one of those things where people are just and I don't want to say it's because <clears throat> I don't I am never going to buy into they got nothing else to do. I just ain't gonna, I can't buy into that because Tony, what did you have to do when you was when you was fourteen, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? What you had to do? Were you were you were, were you in a part of a program? I know you was a little different, but were you in a program or something? Mm-mm. So what did you have to do? I was at home. You go outside? No, you know they didn't let me outside. Oh yeah, you didn't get to go outside, po baby. She didn't get to go outside. <laughs> they, I mean, and, and like they had their eyes on me. I wasn't. I couldn't be a fast sale girl, and I couldn't do anything because they, they, they had me inside. Yeah. I wasn't going over to nobody's house because they didn't know them. And besides that, you know, it was like a 20-question um, document before I was even released to, you know, other people. So I, I, We didn't have much to do, but we played outside. And I know a lot of times it's like, well, we ain't, you know, kids ain't going to play. Kids ain't going to do, you know, they ain't going to go out there and be playing hide-and-go-seek. They ain't finna be playing whatever, whatever. But guess what? Why not? I guess is the real question. Why not? Please say, I was in work study at 15, went to school in the morning and worked at McDonald's all night. Take time to get life insurance if you're turning a blind eye to a thug living under your roof. I know that's right. I know that's right, uh, 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 Regina. Good to see you. I know that's right. Because... If you know that dude living in your house that way, yeah, you know what? And you should get life insurance. You know why? Because if he do something wrong and and he caused some damage to somebody else's stuff and then he do something else and end up getting, getting, getting his life took and you get paid, that's why I'm suing. Because you ain't finna get rich off, your, off the thug you just let run around and not give me, and not, look, give my deductible back. Give me something. I need some pain and suffering. I need some trauma. <laughs> a trauma payment. Say that again. I am not calling. I'm glad I was muted. No. I'm <laughs> so glad. Those are the worst commercials in the world. I'm going to talk about them commercials one day. I think I'm about to get one, record it, and, and, and play it. Because those commercials are the worst commercials in the world. Uh, but I am not one who buys into they have nothing to do. That's one of the things, again, I'm not, I'm not attacking Mayor Johnson, but that's one of the things that he liked. That's, that's part of his agenda. We, you know, we want to make sure that uh, these kids have something to do. Uh, I know mental health is a big deal. Mental health is a big deal. But we can't blame everything on mental health. I know we don't know everybody's environment. I know we don't know everybody's home. We don't know everybody's house. But you're telling me that every child – that's every child under the age of 18 that's out still in the car right now because somebody's car is being stolen right now in this city, right now. Right now, a kid, a kid was just took, literally, before this show is over, five of them going to be missing. But somebody's Kia or Hyundai or Charger is being stolen right now by somebody probably under the age of 18 years old. You're going to tell me that every kid has a trauma issue in his or her life, because it ain't just the boys. Every kid has a trauma issue that's out stealing right now. 
Is that is that is that is that it? You you don't even want to hear the word trauma issue. That's like I don't want to hear like you know, you know. Oh, oh their mom passed. Well, how long has she been passed? Mm. How how long should I let you be the be the the person that you are because your mama passed ten years ago, twenty years ago? Like, well, how long? Yeah, yeah. That's the equivalent to what what you're saying is equivalent to they call they they call they call my mama a name. That's literally what the equivalent we keep saying and everything. Like you know, trauma, grief, they all have stages and everything. Yeah. They but but you should not stay in those stages. <laughs> and they should not be used as a crutch. And that's where that's where yes, I understand the need for having more counselors in the school system. I understand that. Um if that's the case that so many of the kids are suffering from some semblance of some kind of grief, I get that. Um but at the at, however at the same time what part of your grief what and again maybe i need to ask the count maybe we need to, we need to get we need to contact uh, uh Kimberly Dr. Thomas we talked to her in a while what part of because she deals with 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 families and and and, and that kind of stuff and i would love to see what Dr. Gilliam is up to cuz i know he was working with guys that's been in jail and all that kind of stuff what part of the grief says I'm gonna go call somebody else? Some I'm gonna, I'm gonna go steal. What part of yeah yeah my your father was killed? Cause I had a that student we talked about at the thing on Saturday. It was, a, it was one whose daddy was killed, a uh, Hispanic uh, kid whose father was killed. He became a complete butthole at school after that happened, and I mean very angry. And yeah, I understand. Give him his space to be angry. But what part of that being angry now says, you who I never had a problem with, Dr. King, I'm going to start cussing at you now. Because now I can cuss at you. So again, maybe I'm, 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 I'm missing it. I'm missing it. And it happens because people are, we are overly sensitized people now everybody is sensitive to everything used to be you but i was never one look i i used to love going to parties and clap and clubs and, and big crowds and all that kind of stuff you know and people were bumping to you it was like oh my bad you know they might mean mug you but it was it was what it was because we still here to get to have a good time now you bump into somebody it might cost you your life right effie we all got pain come on but at what point why does my pain or their pain have to turn into a a, a, a a crime spree. Why does why does that pain have to turn into a crime spree? This is not a comic book. This ain't Batman and the Joker, right? Because I guess Batman could have turned into a bad guy after he saw his parents killed in the lot in the alley right in front of him. He technically could have turned into a real criminal, right? A rich kid saying, okay, I'm mad at the world, so now I'm going to use my money and my wealth to destroy the world that took my parents away. And I know it's make-believe, but I'm just saying, at what point do we stop having that 
At what point does the pain become a crutch? So I'll use your, your, your statement. At what point does that pain become a crutch? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I, you know, I'm hoping those are fireworks. Okay, thank you. A, 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 a scripture comes to mind. Um, I want to say it's the book of, I think it's in Micah. Y'all, y'all get Micah, Micah. Uh, y'all know I'm bad with with the, with the numbers. I be remembering the book. I'm good. I'm getting better though because I remember the books, but the numbers just don't be always be flowing right, right. But I think it's in I think it's in Micah. Let me see, Micah, 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 chapter six. Yeah, Micah chapter 6. Micah chapter 6. We definitely going to get to this article. Did you put the point? Was you over there putting points in and stuff? That's what you was doing? Okay. That's good. Uh, uh, Micah chapter 6. Let me see. Let me read, read, read Micah 6. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Give Michael, Micah chapter 6. Somewhere around the 6th or 7th verse. I'm going to read a little bit and then we'll find out if I'm, if I'm, on, if I'm on point. We'll find out. Micah chapter 6. Let's see. Micah chapter 6, verse 8 says, He has showed thee, O man, what is good and what does the Lord require of thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. The Lord's voice cries unto the city, and the man of wisdom shall see thy name. Hear ye the rod, and who hath appointed it. Are there yet treasures of wickedness in the house of the wicked and the scant measure that is abominable? Shall I count them pure with the wicked balances and with the bag of deceitful weight? I know y'all like, what is he reading? Let me get the message Bible. Message Bible says, uh, but he's already made it plain how to live, what to do. What God is looking for in men and women is quite simple. Do what is fair and just to your neighbor. Huh? Be compassionate and loyal in your love, and don't take yourself too seriously. Take God seriously. Verse 9. Attention. God calls out to the city. If you know what's good for you, you'll listen. So listen, all of you, this is serious business. Do you expect me to overlook obscene wealth you've piled up by cheating and fraud? Do you think I'll tolerate shady deals and shifty scheming? I'm tired of the violent rich bullying their way with bluffs and lies. I'm fed up beginning now. You're finished. You'll pay for your sins, uh, your sins down to your last cent. No matter how much you get, it'll never be enough. Hollow stomachs, empty hearts. No matter how hard you work, you'll have nothing to show for it. Bankrupt lives, wasted souls. You'll plant grass, but you'll never get a lawn. You'll make jelly, but you'll never spread it on bread. You'll press apples, but you'll never drink cider. You've lived by the standard of your king, the decadent life of the family of Ahab, because you, sl- you slavishly followed their fashions. I'm forcing you into bankruptcy. Your way of life will be laughed at, a tasteless joke. Your lives will be derided as futile and fake. And Felicia said that. She said, love your neighbor as you do yourself. That's the problem. They don't love themselves. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I see you, brother Tori. 
Uh, huh? Regina says, Regina says, many folks took their kids to the ED for a psychiatric evaluation. And because of that process, along with the pharmaceutical industry, ADHD, depression, and anxiety became the excuse for their... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there, there are a lot of... Here's the problem. And this is why it's so... This is why we have to do better with our people. We had so many kids that were over-medicated. Overmedicated when that AD when ADHD became a thing, right? When it be when it became a thing, when it became the the household language and a check, my God, when it became a thing and a check, our kids, a lot of them, were wrongly put on medication. Now let's look at the other side, because so many were wrongly put on medication. Those that probably needed it said, oh, I'm not putting my baby on that. So now the kid that actually needs it because of the poor history, come here, uh, Tuskegee Airmen, because of the poor history and treatment with pharmaceuticals and medicine, now we've excluded going to the doctor to get our kids checked out when they clearly need to. So when little Bobby is pouring alcohol on the cat and setting it on fire, oh, we'll just get another cat. No. When little Bobby decided he's going to put the puppy in the microwave to see what <laughs> I'm making hot dogs. Oh, that's what you're doing. He don't need no medicine. He just, he just playing too much. He's just mischievous. Yeah, until he cuts your throat when you sleep, because he's going to say somebody told him. You turned it off, not me. Oh, okay. I oh, don't no, think his batteries are not lasting long. Okay. Go ahead. It was defi- it's, a, it's, it's defining the fine line between what was an aggressive behavior mm. and mm-hmm. what is actually child's play. Because, I mean, without mentioning any names mm-hmm. and everything... You know, me and you both know a person who, you know, as a kid, they pushed the cat out the window. And, you know, but I, I, you know, and they are now, they are not and have never been a person that needed to go to the hospital and everything. So it's like, you know, I'm like, Ugh. like, you know, when it first happened, it was like, it was a Ugh moment, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it, um, we, we, um, we we stand, you know, parents, you know, we 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 try to be the advocate for our kids and mm-hmm. everything else like that. So like you know, and it's you know, it's always scary to to find out if you know if there is something wrong with your kid. And like you know, it's you know, like, you know, it's you know, like, you know, okay, yeah, don't oh, definitely don't do drugs, don't drink alcohol, and everything else like that. You didn't done everything else. But you know now you have a child that may have autism, who has ADHD, who has the, who have these, um, you know, psychological problems and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And so you know, and, you know, some of these parents out here, the wealthy and the not so not so wealthy, they try to teach. You know, they you know they are they are their children's advocate. Some kids are better. 
some kids never get better and everything else like that. Like, it's so hard. Like, you know, this this parenting game runs a whole big gamut and everything else like that, but it's just still on the word of accountability that we don't um, give, you know, make these kids accountable for their action. Like, you know, the moral clause is, like, you know, there is good and bad. You knew what you did. Was this good? No. <laughs> Was it bad? Yes. And everything else like that. And if you can differentiate between those things, then like, yeah, you know, like, you know, um, you know, little little Roddy, you need your tail whoop, or you need to be, or you need you need somebody to, you know, you know, to to choke you up every now and then because you know better, you know better. Like, you know, I, this this is really hard because like, because it, it, it touches on so many, you know, yeah. so many parts. I can use I can use my 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 own my own my my oldest son Joshua. That's what I yeah yeah I can use Joshua because Joshua Joshua he didn't need it he he and he and he he held a grudge for the longest and I'm and I remember him telling me like he was telling me he was like he says I'm he says I am very he said it, it bothers me and he told me he said you let my mama put me on that medication and I didn't and and again. It was it was out of my control legally, out of my control because she was the custodial parent. She is where he was living, and 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 when I came into his life, all of this stuff had already been set up. And so then it started being this situation where, oh, and then when people start saying, like you said, is it about the money or is it about him? And then him, you know. Cause he he was Josh was playing football. He was doing all this stuff. When that medicine came into play, he no longer wanted to play because yeah, it made you focus, but then you zoned out of everything else. So you were no longer alert to the things around you. It was like if I'm going to be look, it's just like me if I was doing this show, and I was on and I and I popped me whatever that stuff is they were giving them kids, and I popped one of them. I would literally just be sitting here like this, and I would be talking to y'all. And it would be that, and I probably wouldn't even blink because I would just be sitting here having a conversation and trying to do the show and just sitting here staring at the phone because I know that's where the camera is and never looking at her. And Tanya would be talking to me, and I probably would never pay her any attention because I would just be sitting here and the lights and stuff would be blinking around, but I would be focused right here on y'all looking just real different. Yeah. Um. Little Bobby need help immediately. <laughs> she, uh, she said, just like that six-year-old that shot the school teacher, but they're charging the mother. Well, she got some responsibility because that gun shouldn't have been left out. But you're right. That six-year-old, now, now that six-year-old needs some help. He definitely needs some help. Now yeah. he needs some help because he, he has, felt like the teacher wasn't paying any attention. Like, yeah. you know, he tried. He he didn't have the vocabulary. Right. But he definitely needs some help, and this school district knew that. Like, yeah. You know he. He, and I say he he had been a problem kid, but he his everybody kept their eye on him. Mm-hmm. And that particular time, I thought he was supposed to have. Him. He was. He was supposed right. Pretty much a para. Should have had a para. Yeah. Celestine says similar to the way some parents are when their child when their child is missing at school and dare at and dare anyone at the school to say anything to them about making them the kid accountable. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Patricia says I was on the receiving end. I didn't care. Uh, many of an eye roll for telling parents that medication was not a substitute for discipline. Your child knew right from wrong before his diagnosis. Amen. Amen. 
Ramona says a lot of parents back in the day would just take the word of a school counselor and put these kids on meds not being advocates. Yeah, yeah. She says, my nephew's mother put all three of them on medication. They secretly stopped taking it. They feel better and are losing weight. Yeah. My son told me, he was like, he said, I, I, he said that pissed him off. I'll use his language. He said he was very upset because he was on that stuff because they went from he didn't want to take first. He, first, he, he was taking the medicine. Once he saw it made him feel, he started uh, spitting the, the tablets out. He was spitting them in flower pots. He was putting them inside his pillowcase. He was putting them everywhere other than taking them. Then we went and got the patch. That's how, because we, you know, we trying to figure out, you know, so we going through, I'm just, I'm, and again, I'm, I'm not, let me not say we. And the next step the is patch the, was the injection. Right. So I think he did the injection once or whatever. But then all of a sudden, a lot of the acting out came from, I know I don't need this medicine. So now it's like, oh, if y'all put me on, let me give y'all the reason to put me on the medicine. I'm just going to start doing random stuff. So a lot of that time you're causing more harm than you are good. Then you are, you're causing, you're doing more harm than you're doing good. And again, a lot of these kids, I, I would love to know how many of these kids, and if we could have some written, maybe that's a show we could have with some, get some counselors in here. We can get, you know, drag Dr. Thomas back in here. See if Dr. Gillian probably would come if he feel like driving or maybe we put him on Zoom or whatever. But to have them come in and talk about this, uh, this conversation. Uh, Regina, don't you work with kids too? But, uh, you know, we can have this conversation where, um, you know, we can sit down and say, how many, I wonder how many of our kids, and maybe they would know, especially the ones who, the, the ones, you know, Dr. Uh, Thomas, don't, she don't prescribe medicine, medication. So she, right. right. Uh, I don't know if Dr. Gilliam does though. I wonder. Uh, but either way, how many how many kids or families could they do they that 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 have gone through probably misdiagnosis, whereas the kid probably needed counseling but didn't need medication. Because you can counsel without medicine. Y'all want to do holistic everything else, right? <laughs> Come on and, now. And that's the crazy part. Like, I mean, unfortunately, it's the black mother because it you know we, unfortunately we're not. Two parent households and everything else mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you do everything else, but you don't want that talk therapy, huh? Because what your kid gonna say too much? You would rather mute them. Yeah, yeah. You were you would rather that they be silenced in their own bodies yeah. than to have that talk therapy and be able to communicate and everything. And that's a lot of a, a lot of things. You know, start at the root of just communication. Like, you know, we have some accountability and some communication and just getting to the origin of the story. I think we'll, I think we will fare well in this world. Yeah. Felicia says you really, you should really have both counseling and, and maybe medication. Yeah. Counseling ought to be there. They are, and then they, and then here's the other side of it. These people, these kids, one of the things I, I, I can celebrate. And again, I, every school has flaws and I'm sure the one I'm at got some, I'm sure they do. But one thing I can appreciate is the counselors look like them. That matters. I know some people are going to say, that's racist. Get over yourself. The counselors look like them, meaning when they speak a certain way and they say certain things, the counselor can tell whether or not this kid actually has an attitude or that's just this kid's demeanor. 
Because some kids, the neck roll is the neck roll. It ain't it ain't being disrespectful. That's how that that's who they are, and it ain't because and they're not being aggressive. But somebody else talking to them gonna take that as aggression, right? So I can appreciate the fact that the counselors at the school that I'm at, they look like the kids, and they got male and female, right? Now, everybody don't need to be at the counselor. The counselor gets you, and the counselor told us when we had our look for PD meetings, stop sending these kids down here uh, who just want to get out of class. I want to go talk to the counselor. You want to get out of class. <laughs> because, and, and that's the other side of it. Too many games are being played on all sides. Mm-hmm. Too many games are being played on all sides. So, yeah. He says, my kids went to school in DePage County. The counselor didn't even understand how to fa- Yeah. Yeah. So it's absolutely difficult. Claude, have mercy. Look, y'all, we, 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 you know, the hope is and the prayer is, the prayer is, 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 is for solutions, right? The prayer is for um, like-minded people to come together and, and, and sit, not only sit at the table, and we know, we know what the problems are, but not only what the problems are, but then be, be mindful and willing have some conversations and have the difficult conversations first with our parents and then with the rest of the community. It's got to start with the parents and and parents. I know how overprotective you are about your baby, your baby boy and your baby girl. I recognize that. And I know you were deprived. So you want to try to do as much as you possibly can. And that's why you go above and beyond. That is wonderful. But we are trying to save you some grief and save your child's life. We're trying to save you some grief and save your child's life. So when, when the teacher calls and tells you your child's behavior, we're calling you so that the police don't have to call you. When we email you, we're emailing you so that the police don't have to contact you. God forbid the morgue contacting you or the hospital. So be, ha, have an open ear to some teachers. And the way you do that is build relationships with your child's teachers. Let's, let's be honest. It starts right there. If you, want, if, you, if, you, if you don't leave your teacher, your child's teacher, you can only say that if you have a relationship with that teacher. If you don't have a relationship or you've seen this teacher at work or witnessed this teacher, your child ain't always telling the whole truth when he come home and tell you about what happened when the teacher emailed you or why the child emailed why that teacher emailed you. Spend some time. I know y'all busy as all outdoors. But truth be told, I know a whole bunch of them ain't working. And so in between the hours of 7.30 a.m., and 3.30 p.m., when your child is at school, you got time. Or after school, you got time. Four, five days a week, one of them days, you got 45 minutes to an hour to spend some time finding out about your child's teachers. I'm going to get out of here, y'all. We're going to pray. Father God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for every guest. We thank you for every listener, every viewer, every watcher. God, we're praying for families right now. God, we're praying uh, for the strength of the family to return. 
God, we're praying for the fathers to be active. God, we're praying for fathers, uh, that fathers become, be, uh, begin to matter again in this country. God, we're praying that black fathers uh, begin to matter, make themselves matter. How about that? We're praying that fathers and fa- black fathers would make themselves matter in the lives of their children, regardless of the situation, whether they are married, unmarried, single, baby daddy, baby mom, it does not matter. We're praying that fathers would make themselves matter in a positive way in the livelihood of their children. God, we're praying for teachers and counselors. God, we're praying for police officers and and prosecutors. God, we're praying that you would be a a line, God, that that you would draw the line in the sand, God, that your people be treated fairly but also be held accountable, God, that we, that we have a system, God, that creates a system of account, godly accountability, grace and mercy, but also with accountability. God, we're praying right now for our city of Chicago. We're praying for every family member that was caught up in this weekend's violence that is still being caught up. We're praying for grieving families, God. We're praying uh, for the family of young Jasmine, uh, the 18-year-old student who was uh, – uh, killed in a car accident uh, and with a car accident with four other young ladies uh, a week and a half ago. We're praying uh, for that family, God. We're praying, God, for all families that are grieving right now because of their losses. We're praying, God, for this city uh, and all of those, God, who have to have to, who have to, who are in the seat to make the hard decisions. God, we just want to say thank you uh, for who you are and all that you continue to do uh, and what you're going to do. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, so we're going to get out of here. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all know the routine. And please, oh, Lord, if you got to drive through this here city, yeah, the one called Chicago, do me a favor, my brothers and my sisters. Keep your head on the swivel. 2T, 1L, 1O. Yep. We out. Put your head on the